Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over there and start using it now. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. If you have any rental units, if you're looking to get one, uh, if you found something that may be undervalued right now, you're getting it at a great price, fantastic. Um, or if you have your own single family home and you may have extra rooms, whatever the case is, having that rental property is an excellent form of security. Um, it provides monthly income, cash flow. It allows for whomever your renters are to pay down your mortgage while you uh, gain that appreciation, which is excellent. And owning a home is one of the biggest investments uh, Americans make. So it's definitely something you want to learn how to use to the best of your ability and how to utilize it to not only benefit yourself, but uh, future generations. And one of the big things that uh, has caused quite a bit of anxiety and problems back in 08 and uh, with a lot of people in the last year and a half, two years, are renters not making payments. Um, so again, this is one of the things that prompted me putting this together is with Section 8 or Housing and Urban Developments Program, it's all federally backed. And the payments are guaranteed. They come on the first of the month, direct deposit, or sometimes they come a day or two before the first of the month, depending on when it is. So it provides stability. It gives you consistency. It's something you don't have to worry about. It's not for everybody, but when we touch on the info tonight, you'll be able to make that decision for yourself. So um, again, my name is Aaron Stickle, and we're going to be talking about using your properties with Section 8, getting the most out of your rental. Um, so one of the biggest questions that I get is what is different about Section 8 tenants? And it's always a, a funny question to get. So Section 8 tenants are absolutely no different than anyone that is not on the program. And 
I want to make that very clear distinction because it'll help you as you either do your own property management, if you have units and you want to do it yourself, or even if you hand off those responsibilities to a property management company, I need you to look at them as if they were not on assistance, they're not on any program. And by doing so, you put yourself in a better position to protect yourself, your investment and the property. And you'll see why in just a moment. So one of the other questions I get all the time about Section 8 is how do I apply as an owner or how do I register or how do I get on the program? How do I make it so I can accept Section Section 8 tenants? There is literally nothing for you to do at the beginning of the process. When you advertise your unit, whatever it is, your single family, your duplex, triplex, condo, townhome, you just put verbiage in there that you accept Section 8. Technically, in most states, uh, you can't uh, reject Section 8 tenants, but if you highlight the fact that you do accept it, it allows more applicants that are on assistance. While there's no registration process at the beginning, the only thing that you do as a property owner is, let's say I am a Section 8 participant, Magda's a property owner, I like her property, and I want to put an application. I have a form that's called um, an RTA, a Request for Tenancy Approval. So all uh, Section 8 participants have this form, and they, I would bring that to Magda. I'd have, it has my information, some demographic information filled out on it. I give that to her. And if she wants to accept my application, you know, she's run my credit check. She's run my background check. And she says she wants to move forward. All she has to do is fill out the other half of that RTA form, the other, the other half of that piece of paper, provide a few documents like direct deposit info um, and some basics about uh, her home and turn it back in. That's it. Within a week, the uh, case manager, whom, whomever is assigned to that uh, participant, they give you a call. They'll talk about the rent that you're asking for. They'll talk about uh, some of the specifics of the property, and then they'll schedule an inspection. And that inspection can be as soon as the next day. It all depends on your availability um, and how quickly they can get an inspector out there. So realistically, you can have the whole application process done and the inspection happen within a week and a half which is extremely quick. I want to run it back real quick though and say the biggest thing that you can do, as I mentioned before, treat them like they are not on assistance, treat them like they're not on a program, make sure that you run their background checks and credit checks. Some people say, well, they're on section eight, they're on assistance. I don't want to make it seem like I'm trying to exclude them from my pool of applicants by running a credit check because a lot of times they don't have great credit. That's not always true. Um, and secondly, if you find something, you see something on a background check or a credit check, just like you would with any other applicant, you can talk to them about it. I mean, you know, everybody's had some kind of issue in, in some form or fashion where it doesn't define you as to what's on the piece of paper. So the best thing you can do as a property owner when you're taking those applications and you run the background check, you run the credit check, is to have a conversation with them about it. Um, if they're willing to be open with you and, you know, talk through it. And you still get a good feeling. You you talk it out. And this was just a rough patch. They went through some things. Some stuff happened. They're back on track now. They're good to go. Then you accept it. But the biggest thing is to take those two steps. And I keep emphasizing that is because there are so many property owners that I saw while working with, uh, with the program that thought just because they were on Section 8, they had nothing to do. They can just let the people move in, do whatever they want, not do a credit check, not do a background check, not take a security deposit. And those were the people that got bit in the end because they're not doing their due diligence. So you want to make sure that you do your due diligence at every step of the way. That is by far the biggest thing that I can say. And I'll mention it a few times throughout this presentation because you're protecting yourself and your investment. Again, you don't have to be a tyrant about it. You don't have to be rude about it, but 
you have to do your due diligence and protect yourself and your investment. Huge, huge, huge. Cannot overemphasize that. So once you've gotten your inspection scheduled, what do you do? It's, it's extremely easy. Um, there are some really, really, really basic pieces of information that you have to look for. And I'm going to put the, the actual form in the chat. Give me a second. Let me copy that over. All right. So this one that I'm putting in the chat now is the RTA that I mentioned. And the, the thing that makes Section 8 easy is since it is a federally backed program, it's a HUD program, it's HUD money. These documents are universal. They may, they may have some supplemental documents that your housing authority uses that let's say one in Maine uses that one in Carolina doesn't. Um, but the main forms are all the same because it's a HUD program. So that one I just put in there is the request for tenancy approval. So you can see what that looks like. And I am going to put in in just a second. I'm grabbing the uh, the inspection checklist. So you have that as well. I can get my life together and get this copied and pasted. There we go. So the, the second one I put in is the inspection checklist. Um, this is intimidating to a lot of people when they hear a HUD inspection or Section 8 inspection. Um, I don't know where it comes from, to be quite honest with you. Uh, there are so many people that say it's one of the most difficult processes you can go through. They make it so hard. They do so much extra stuff. It really is not. Um, this HUD checklist, it's long because the inspectors have to check a, a bunch of different boxes and it gives them a ton of options depending on the type of home, the layout, the options, et cetera, et cetera. The two things that they look at when they're going through is safety is number one and functionality. I'm going to go, I'm going to skip ahead one slide. We'll go back to that. So safety and functionality. They want to make sure that every part of the unit is safe for the incoming tenant. So what does that mean? Making sure that in the bathrooms you have GFI outlets, so the waters, uh, the 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 outlets that um, shut off if water gets in around the sink as well. Making sure that windows aren't broken. Making sure that uh, plumbing is all in good working order. Um, making sure that there aren't huge cracks through the wall that may be a little more than just paint cracking. 